Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. This episode is brought to you in part by Noom. Forget one size fits all diets. With Noom, you get a personalized weight loss plan that's tailored to your lifestyle. No food is off limits. Enjoy your favorites while discovering healthier habits. Noom's users love the flexible approach, blending psychology and biology to help you lose weight in a way that's sustainable for you. And great news for foodies. Noom just released the Noom Kitchen Cookbook with 100 delicious, healthy recipes. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M. Com. Grab your copy of The Noom Kitchen wherever books are sold. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. 99% of this episode is about we could fix things if we all just came together and we're a little less thirsty. This is why I love Liquid IV. If I would have had a Liquid IV in my purse today, I would have been feeling right. Wouldn't have had a headache. Wouldn't have been choking on the chicken sandwich. Would have felt right with the Lord because I was staying hydrated. The reason I love their hydration multiplier is in just one stick, you get five essential vitamins and two times faster hydration than water alone. Use it first thing in the morning before a workout or when you feel run down or especially after a long night out or on long flights. So grab your Liquid IV in bulk nationwide at Costco. You know, I'm going there right after I finish recording this. And you can get 20% off when you go to liquidiv.com and use code absolutely at checkout. Welcome to the Absolutely Not Podcast, where we do the most and the least at the same damn time. I'm your host, Heather McMahon. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another episode of the Absolutely Not Podcast. I'm in the studio right now with sunglasses on because (laughs) I'm blocking out the haters. It's been a fucking doozy of a day. I don't know where you're at mentally, physically, spiritually with your day when you hear this podcast, but I'm hoping you're driving to see a, a, a family member that you love going to have a margarita with a friend. Maybe you're driving to a job that you, you know, thoroughly enjoy. I hope it's all positive things because I was driving down to the studio today, almost choked on a chicken sandwich, got cut off by a man in a royal blue BMW and almost put a gun in my mouth this morning. Truly, I know that's dramatic, but there are days where, you know, things just don't go the way you want them to. And it's not even that big of a deal. You know what I mean? Hold on. Let me already go ahead and hit the Stanley. You want to know what? I have a good husband. My husband knew as I took a soft mid-morning nap that I was going to wake up dehydrated. I don't know if you're like me, but when I wake up from a any sort of slumber during the middle of the day when you're not supposed to be slumbering, I wake up <clears throat> parched, almost like mummified, like not okay. Almost, I, I mean, it's just, it's not great. And my husband, you know, we got that fancy crushed ice machine. Best thing I ever did was gift myself the crushed ice machine. And uh, he filled up a Stanley for me. Anyways, today was just one of those days. We got new patio furniture. I make a fresh cappuccino for myself. All I want to do, because I have been on the road for the last eight days, all I want to do is sit at home, watch my dogs chew on a bone, sit on our brand new patio furniture, and have that cool, crisp spring, spring air 
fill my lungs while I drink this almond milk cappuccino I made from scratch. Next thing you know, a dog bumps me. Cappuccino, fresh china from Italy, crashes all over the ground. I got to grab macaroni in time so she's not eating the fucking porcelain. That dog, she's found like three espresso beans on the floor, and I swear to God, that's why she's doing zoomies. But anyways, so I'm cleaning that up. Then I go to make another coffee at the machine, spill it. And I'm not trying to do one of those like 1990s sitcom bits where you're like, I keep spilling my coffee. What happened to my coffee? I spilt it. Oh my God, I drove off from the bank with the coffee on the roof. I'm not doing one of those bits, but that was actually me today, okay? And at one point while I was cleaning up like the third coffee spill, I was like, I can't believe I did that. So anyways, that's where I've been at emotionally. So I finally, I put myself down like a toddler for a midday nap, mid-morning. I laid down at 11, woke up at one. Dogs were curled up next to me on a fresh pile of laundry on the bed. I think the three of us just looked at each other today and said, enough. You know, this isn't a case of the Mondays. It's not even a case of the Tuesdays. It's a case of you're about to start your period. My areolas are throbbing. You know, they feel engorged. And I don't really get a period often because I'm on the damn birth control. I'm not pregnant, so everybody pump the brakes. But you know what it is. When you're on the BC and you get a period every, you know, four months, it comes with a vengeance. It's making up for all the lost time that you were living your life, wearing a white bathing suit, bouncing around town, worry-free. Tits are sore. You know, vagina feels full. Back is out. Hunger is on par with that of a water buffalo. Starving. Headachey, you know, just in a general blase mood, in a general, actually, I'll slash your tires and call your grandmother a cunt. That's where I'm at. That's that is the energy that I came into today with. So I'm really trying to turn it around. And let me tell you something. So I'm driving down here. I didn't even have time to get food today. So I'm I'm popping into a Chick-fil-A. You know, I get the spicy chicken sandwich, Arnold Palmer as they call a sunjoy. I'm wolfing this shit down, okay? I'm eating the chicken so fast because I'm so hungry because I'm PMSing and I'm stressed. I'm stress eating in the car. We all know dangerous combination. I'm choking on a chicken. I got one nug in the back, right? So I'm choking. Next thing you know, I get completely cut off on 85 by a royal blue BMW. You know it, I know it. Anybody who gets that color blue on the car, like that bright blue, what are we doing here? Who, who are who are we trying to prove that we had a good relationship with our parents? I, I I don't know. This guy cuts me off. Not a blinker, not a turn signal, not even like a, you know, a bird out the window just completely cuts me off. So I'm choking on the chicken sandwich. I'm fighting for my life. All right, I got cocktail jazz blaring in the Audi because I'm just trying to calm myself, center myself while I get my blood sugar come correct. And then I saw it in front of me. I saw a Jeep Wrangler and it had a big, you know, they had those giant tires, those spare tires on the back. And it had two words on it. It said, no problem. And then flipped upside down at the bottom of the tire cover. It said problem. So, you know, that made me laugh. Because think about it. If the car flips upside down, then you're going to be able to read the word problem. So he's saying, this guy's a jokester. I mean, I don't know if you've ever met anybody who drives a Jeep Wrangler, but they always have a great attitude. They have a zest for life, a zeal for the outdoors. So this guy's saying, no problem. Well, his car is upright, but if you can see the word problem clearly, that means that bad boy's been flipped upside down. Scarlett took a tumble across the interstate. And I laughed. I had a good, and actually the laugh helped me get the Chick-fil-A back up. You know what I mean? And I, you know, I, I was able to breathe again, which was 
God is good. But it was it was a little touch and go there for a second. But I was driving. I came down with a bad attitude. I don't know what is happening. I'm just, today's one of those days. I don't want to be around anybody. I'm just in a mood. I love my family. I love my friends. But I'm enough, enough. You know what I mean? I just need a break. I don't know why. I think it's because I never have me time. You know, and I know the mommies are listening to this right now. Like, bitch, we don't get me time either. I don't even get to go to like Target by myself. There's always somebody with me. Something's going on. We're on the road. I think I need to just take my time today. I need to go to the Costco on my way home from the studio. I need to go buy some things in bulk. I need to do a quiet stroll through like a Sephora or an Ulta. I'd like to hit a J Crew. I'd like to go into a J Crew and just ask them, hey, do you guys have this in a in an extra large? And they go, oh, online, online. And then I go, hey, are you guys still making stuff for people who, you know, just have just flat asses? And they're going to say, we sure are. And then I'm going to say, send me to that that section of the store. So I want to do that. I need to peruse an outdoor mall. I need to just have a day with no one with me, no time constraints, and just vibe. Maybe get a fucking Froyo. And I don't know if you know about Froyo, but apparently, you know, Ray worked at a Froyo place for a while and he said those places aren't clean. I don't know if you've been, you know, they don't really clean out the Froyo tubes very often, which is, you know, it, it bums me out. I love Froyo. One of my top diet secrets growing up was I get the fat-free frozen yogurt and just load her up with like carob chips. You know them, you love them. Listen, from websites and online stores to marketing tools and analytics, Squarespace is the all-in-one platform to build a beautiful online presence and run your business. I love Squarespace. It's my absolute favorite. I did my website through it. I did, you know, the touring stuff, the merch, all of that. You want to know why? Because I can add everything. If I build a website through Talkspace, I can add analytics. I could do a web email blast. I could do a campaign for something. We could add a charity function. We can sell e-commerce. It's freaking awesome. I love Squarespace. It just makes it so easy. Listen, don't make your life harder. Work smarter, not harder. I don't know how many times I can say that on this podcast and use Squarespace. Whether you're wanting to start a whatever website, you're selling candles, you got an Etsy business, you're doing t-shirts, you're doing tie-dye, your kid's got a lemonade stand, whatever it is, go to squarespace.com. If you head to squarespace.com slash absolutely for a free trial, when you're ready to launch, use offer code absolutely to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Again, go to squarespace.com. And when you're ready to launch, use code absolutely for an offer code for 10% off your first purchase of a website, domain, and more. Listen, I love Squarespace. They have video blocks, traffic overview, content ownership, cool features. They have blogging tools. Maybe you want to start a mommy blog. Maybe you want to start a holistic well-being blog. Maybe you want to start a TikTok water blog. I don't know what you're trying to blog about, but either way, you can do it on squarespace.com. Squarespace, you know them. I love them. You're going to love them too. You know, talking to somebody is also part of self-care and just taking a moment for yourself. You know, your friends and family can only listen to you, bitch, you complain about life so much. Sometimes you need a non-biased third-party opinion, and that's why I love Talkspace. You can go on Talkspace.com and sign up online and get a personalized match with a provider that's right for you, typically within 48 hours. It's incredibly convenient to have a virtual session with your licensed therapist from anywhere on the road at the comfort of your own home. You could be in a hotel, wherever you are, working, living, surviving, you can talk to somebody on Talkspace. Therapy can help you shift your perspective, find tools to cope in difficult times, and be a guiding light. 
Talkspace can help any specific challenges you might be facing. It's the number one online therapy platform with licensed therapists in over 40 specialties, including anxiety, depression, substance abuse, relationship issues, and more. Talkspace is great because it's secure and private, using the latest end-to-end bank-grade encryption technology to store client information and complying with the latest HIPAA regulations. Talkspace is affordable and in-network with most major insurers. And as a listener of the podcast, you'll get $100 off your first month with Talkspace when you go to Talkspace.com slash absolutely. To match with a licensed therapist today, go to Talkspace.com slash absolutely to get $100 off your first month and show your support for the show. Again, that's Talkspace.com slash absolutely. Again, go to Talkspace.com slash absolutely to get $100 off your first month and show support for the show. So anyways, love that. But uh, yeah, I just want to hit, I want a Diet Coke in one hand, which is the devil's dust. And I would like to have a Froyo in the other. And I'd like to go into basic stores, like an anthropology. I'd like to hit an anthropology, go in there, be completely overwhelmed and consumed by the smell of the fucking candles. And every time I walk into an anthropology, I go, too much, too much. I yell it out loud. I go, it's too much. It's too fucking much anthropology. They got 65 fucking cents. Then the next thing you know, you go back in the sale department at anthropology, the sales section, and it's just a lot of paisley and like sunflowers and then kind of like weird crepey material that you're like, I feel like this could be cute, but not on me. And then I just have an immediate panic attack. And then I go and immediately buy the candles that have overwhelmed my senses from the moment I stepped in the store. I end up purchasing 10 candles because I can't find, you know, a sensible pair of pants that fit because everybody who shops there is a pear shape. If you go to J. Crew, you get a flat ass and you're like a size two. If you go to Anthropology, you got big hips and a tiny waist. I don't have either of those. I mean, I've said this before. I'm an upside down apple. I got chicken legs. I got the shoulders of a man who runs a luau and the legs of a volleyball goddess. I'm dressed like a vol- like a college volleyball coach. 99% sure if you see this online, I just showed you my full clitoris, but I'm in short shorts, oversized sweatshirt. I'm in Princess Diana scrunched Nike socks and a pair of Nikes. That's, that's all I could give you today. I've got fucking sunglasses on. You want to see behind my eyes? Behind my eyes is rage. <laughs> You know what I mean? That's where I'm at. And I'm not even trying to be that dramatic right now. It's just one of those days where you wake up, you don't feel good. You don't have the motivation. The phone's ringing. Everybody's up your ass. And you're like, act like I don't exist. I just am not getting enough downtime. And that is a part of my self-care regimen that I need to figure out. But it was, it was, it's been wild. Listen, okay, on the positive though, because I have nothing to complain about. Life is good. I just need a day at Costco. That's what I need. I need to refill my love tank with a day at Costco. And whoever's listening to this right now, if you're driving through life and you feel like you need a little me time, remember, we got no problem while we're right side up. But sometimes, sometimes we got to flip upside down on the highway to realize we got a problem and you got to pump the brakes and you got to chew, chew your sandwiches fully. You know what I mean? Because if you think that I'm, I'm, I'm not, I'm not going by choking on a sandwich on the highway. I'm not doing it. That's not my journey. That's not my history. I'm not going to allow that to happen. Put on this hat real quick. Lone Star Farm, Roundup, Texas. Lovely 
entrepreneur who came to my show, she, um, this is her Airbnb. Want to give her a shout out. Guys, I'm in a trucker hats right now. I don't know what's going on. I don't know what the vibe is. I think they fit nicely around my hair extensions. I'm just very into trucker hats. Never was. I've always had kind of an odd shaped head, but I'm very into the trucker hat situation right now. Got a lot of those in Texas. Also wore a sombrero in Texas. I'm going to tell you this right now. We had great shows in San Antonio and everybody said, go to the Fiesta store, which I've been to before. So I bought like 65 at the floral very authentic Mexican dresses. And Fiesta is a party that they have in San Antonio that lasts for like three months. It's like if you go to Houston and you do the rodeo, that's the same thing as Fiesta. So you go to a Fiesta store where they just have tchotchkes, knickknacks, artifacts, all sorts of stuff celebrating Fiesta, which is a, I believe it's, it is connected with the Day of the Dead. I believe. I did not do any research. But I bought this insane lime green sombrero. And I asked the lady who worked there, he said, listen, I'm a gringa. Okay, I'm a white woman. Am I going to get canceled if I wear this gorgeous, stunning, intricately sewn together sombrero? And she goes, no, welcome to San Antonio. Everybody here is half white, half Mexican, all white, all Mexican. And we just party and vibe. And I said, okay. Now you, I said, what's your name? She said, Maria. I said, Maria, if I get canceled because some bitch name, you know, Meadow who goes to UC Berkeley, sees this on TikTok and tells me that I have culturally appropriated, I'm sending her to your store. And she said, bring it on, bitch. So I want you to know that in San Antonio, they are, they're doing the most for Tex-Mex and it, it's great. And I would like to be invited to a fiesta party. Um, everybody's got fiesta reeds all over their homes. I mean, it doesn't matter if you're in the worst part of town or the nicest part of town. People are ready for the fucking fiesta. And I feel like this is a metaphor in life. If we can all just fiesta fucking together and and vibe and just all break bread and have a fucking barbecue, maybe we would get along more. You know what I mean? My God. Maybe if we all just had a fucking fiesta, a reason to dress up, wear neon colors. You're telling me you've ever had a bad time with some barbacoa? You haven't. You find me one person on this planet who doesn't enjoy a breakfast taco, and I'll give you $40. It doesn't, because it doesn't happen. It doesn't exist. It's not a thing. The people of San Antonio have a great attitude. Everyone's just great. I've been to a lot of places in Texas, and I really enjoyed the people of San Antonio. Thank you for coming out to the shows. It meant the world to me. We had a really hot black guy in the, the the audience front row for the Sunday night show. And I walked out in that sombrero and I looked at him. I go, listen, you're the darkest man here. I got to know, am I good? And he goes, I think you're good. And then the lady behind him is like, I'm Mexican. You're good. And I said, both y'all together. You know, and I, sir, I know that you're African-American. You have no skin in this game for specifically this thing. You know, this is Mexican. He goes, I feel good about it, but I got to make sure she feels good about it. The lady behind him was like, I feel great about it. And I said, so we're good. And then I gave her the hat and she was thrilled. And I said, here we are. See how easy that was? See how easy that was to just go, are you good about it? Are we good? Everybody good? Everybody comfortable? Who wants to listen to a little bachata music and eat a little barbacoa? And I'm telling you right now, best breakfast tacos I've ever had in my life at a place called, oh, fuck, something Jalisco. Something Jalisco. Look it up. Not Chalupa Jalisco, Chalapa Jalisco. Anyways, it was fucking incredible. And I mean, you get like, it's it's like almost like a thick tortilla, almost kind of pita bread-esque. You get that and you get, you know, barbacoa meat, you get potatoes, refried beans, eggs, cheese, hot sauce that'll knock your tits off. That's probably why I'm about to start my period. 
I'm not used to habanero. You know, I, I love I love Mexican food. I, dr- I eat it all the time. I have a high spice tolerance. I took a little little container that was yay big, like a thimble size big. And I put two drops on that breakfast taco. I swear to God, I could immediately, immediately feel the flow start coming because that's it. You know what I mean? I, I, I fuck with Texas. I enjoy Texas. I find it interesting that Texans don't think they're Southern because I do think they are a little Southern. I mean, Floridians aren't. We already know this. So like, don't claim it. But either way, I was just very into it. I loved the mixing of the cultures and everybody was just down to clown. I guess it's kind of like New Orleans when Mardi Gras comes. It doesn't matter if you have any sort of Creole connection, if you, you know, are, are, are from the swamp or if you are from French royalty. Everybody just gets out, puts on the beads and shakes their tits. I think a lot more cities need to enjoy this. You know, when you go to New York, there's there's all this stuff. You got the Puerto Rican Day Parade. You got the Irish Parade. You got the Dominican Parade. Nobody ever just comes together for the parade. Maybe the Thanksgiving Parade, but even that's, a, you know, that's just a bunch of white women outside of a Macy's stress eating. So I don't know. I'm just saying I feel like we could get this together. If we could everybody just fiesta, fiesta, get it together, we could really solve the world's issues. I mean, I don't know what's going on. I don't have the answers. Also, this thing, you know, I don't really get into politics a lot just because I'm exhausted by it. I trust no one. I've said from the beginning, strong libertarian over here. I'm a moderate. I think the far left's nuts. I think the far right's nuts. But this thing with indicting Trump, I'm like, if if they don't get him, and I, I have not done enough research. I know that he paid off Stormy Daniels, which there are plenty of other politicians who have. I hate Trump. Not a fan. Sorry about it. I think you can be, you know, a semi-reasonable Republican, but I'm not a Trumper. Anyways, but if they, if this doesn't work, if this doesn't work, I think it's going to backfire. Do you know what I mean? It's just going to make the cuckoos even cuckooer. And I was watching something online and basically somebody was like, I don't know how to tell you all this, but I'm pretty sure this is all a part of like China and Russia's plan was to get us in this country to hate each other so much to be have such political extremes. You got Marjorie Taylor Greene, who's a fucking nut job, who's uh, sadly from Georgia on one end. And then you got the crazies. On the other end, that the, everybody else in every other part of the world is just sitting back with a bowl of popcorn or choking on a chicken sandwich, laughing their ass off, going, they had, America had no problem, and now we're upside down on the highway. We got a problem. We got a big problem. So all I'm saying is everybody's like, did you see this? Did you th- see that? I go, guys, I'm sitting back. I'm sitting back. And I'm going to be either heavily medicated or heavily drugged for the next year and a half till we get through this next election. Because I'm, I'm, mama needs a fiesta, fiesta, and a siesta, siesta. But I have a feeling if Don does not get really locked up raw, it's not going to be great. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, it's not going to be great. Angie's Boom Chicka Pop brings you a boom of bold, craveable flavor that you can enjoy at any time on any occasion. Listen, when I need a snack, I want something that's super portable for when I'm on the go. Angie's Boom Chicka Pop is ready to eat any time of the day and anywhere. And guess what? It's freaking delicious. Love to take my Angie's Boom Chicka Pop on the go when I'm, you know, on the road. I throw the little to-go bags in my damn purse. So when I'm hitting on a plane, I'm crunching on something that I feel good about. I love their freaking awesome, awesome, awesome popcorn. Right now, I've got the sea salt, and it's great. Listen, 
it doesn't get better than that. You know, they got a boom of flavor, but it's also not chock full of a bunch of bullshit. And that's that's what's important. I'll tell you that right now. Also, a little side note, if you didn't know, the first commercial I ever did was for Angie's Boom Chicka Pop. Great company. I met the people behind the scenes. Awesome, awesome folks. And I love everything that they have. It's kosher. It's uh, certified GMO free. You know what I mean? It's organic. We, it's just good. Angie's Boom Chicka Pop is awesome. You can try Angie's Boom Chicka Pop for yourself by visiting www.boomchickapop. That's B-O-O-M-C-H-I-C-K-A-P-O-P.com. Again, Angie's Boom Chicka Pop.com. Boom, boom, boom. Chicka Pop. Listen, not everybody can make it to the Masters, but you know what you can do? Still play a little golf and have some fun with your friends at a Top Golf. I love Top Golf. It's one of my favorite places to hang out with the boys, the girls, anybody. You want to know why? Because you're out there. You're in the elements. It's a fun place to hit some balls and just have a good time. You know, you can have a nice little snack. You can be out in the elements, but you're all there together. Whether you're good at golf, you're a novice, you're just there to have some freaking snacks and a good time and laugh at your friends. I love Top Golf. They also have a bunch of stuff that's not even golf related. They've got loud music, giant targets and their giant fairway, giant TVs and handcrafted food and beverage menu that's chef's kiss delicious. Listen, you put all these things under one roof and you've got yourself a good time. So consider this your formal invitation to grab the fam, a few friends and some coworkers and come play around. And again, it doesn't matter if you don't golf. Everyone can play Top Golf even if no one can swing a club. They've got amazing F and B. Their food and beverage is awesome. The only place you can play around and then order another or hit a slice and then grab a slice. Also, it's comfortable. All the fun of outside, but with the comforts of inside. Comfy, heated bays in the winter and cooled bays in the summer. Here, you can just sit, be in a cool, comfortable bay, watch in your bay, play, golf, live, laugh, love. It's great. Listen, I freaking love it. Top Golf is freaking awesome and it's so much fun. Here's the thing. Remember, it's golf. It's not golf. It's Top Golf. Download the app, book a bay, and come play around. You're going to love Top Golf. This is a great idea for a day out with any of your friends. Again, it's golf. It's not golf. It's Top Golf. Download the app, book a bay, and come play around. I'm just getting into succession and I'm like, yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's all makes sense. But if everybody could just, like, if we could just go to Capitol Hill and have a fucking barbecue and get everybody to chill the fuck out. I know I'm oversimplifying this, but that's, I don't you guys just, this is why I could never really actually run for anything. But I'm like, don't you guys get it? I get it. Meanwhile, I've been screaming at everybody at my house. I'm just like, where's my, my new Abercrombie order? It says delivered. And it's like on the front porch. And my mom's like, you're a raging bitch right now. I'm like, I'm sorry. I've just, you know, I don't know. I was gone for eight days. I will say on the on the that positive side of things, I don't know why I just went on a rant. The, the light, like you guys, this is where I'm at. I'm not working with a full deck. The dogs and I laid down for a, a 20 minute that turned into an hour and a half nap. And we were just on a, literally on the floor, on a pile of clean laundry. That's the level of exhaustion I'm at. So I'm not working with a full deck. So I apologize. But I, even though I apologize, I don't apologize because I think I'm kind of accurately right on a lot of predictions. But anyways, what I'm saying is I have just been in a raw attitude. 
So I need to turn it around. I don't know what I need to do. I think I know what I need to do. I need to do a couple of domestic things. Like I need to drop. I need to see my boy at the dry cleaners. I need to take a pair of shoes to get re resurfaced at my cobbler, who's this great Korean guy. He always, he's always blasting Korean Christian music when I walk into the shoes shop. And I just feel, feel, I just feel, I'm filled with the line of the Lord. You know what I mean? I like seeing my guys. It's nice. You know, I never really get a day off at home. So to, I think that's what I need to do on the way home. I need to drop off my stinky fucking show, show outfits, those glitter suits and the way my body sweats. Cause I'm like a feral cat trying to break out of her cage, even though I feel very cool, calm and collected on stage. That's probably the only place in my life that I actually feel like I know what the fuck I'm doing. You know what I mean? I feel like every other aspect of my life right now, I'm dropping the ball, friendship, dropping the ball, home decor, dropping the ball. You know, I was supposed to order a rug six weeks ago. Jared called me today and he goes, you haven't made a decision. And I said, make one for me. I just feel like I'm dropping the ball. You know, and I'm at that point and I've been doing this thing and I know I said this a couple weeks ago, but I've been doing this thing when I come home, even if I'm home and I'm repacking for like four hours, I have maybe an eight hour window at night and then I got to get on another plane. I just go into one of my closets. I say one of my closets. We put a bunch of shit in a guest bedroom. All right. We're not living at Versailles, but I go into one of the closets and I just start ripping through shit. Like I, I had all these very, and I'm not a hoarder. I don't hold on to stuff, but I had these very sweet um, sorority t-shirts from like bid day that I was going to keep and like sew into a blanket one day for my daughter. I don't know. I don't even know. If she, by the time I have a kid, they're not even going to go to college. We're going to be on spaceships, you know, fucking eating, I don't know, space food or some shit. I, I, smoothies, Soylent. Remember that shit, Soylent? They came out and it was tasted like like if you took baby doo-doo and put it in a blender, that's what Soylent was. I think it's still out on the market. And it's supposed to be like the, you could live off Soylent for like a, three years. That's going to be us. You know, I, and my daughter, I try to give her this blanket. She goes, I don't need blankets. I can self-regulate the temperature on my body. And I'm like, okay, you know what? I miss the days of having a hot flash on a Tuesday in a sorority tea outside the Sigma Guy house. Sue me. But um, I just went into my closet and I just started ripping through shit and I took all this stuff to Goodwill that I like actually wanted. So I also might have to drive by Goodwill on the way home and pick up a couple family heirlooms that I just panicked. I just panicked. I started ripping through shit and just throwing it in bags. And I keep walking out of the house with these giant black trash bags. And my mom's like, what are you getting rid of now? And I'm like, I don't know. I don't feel settled in my skin right now. And she's like, you need to calm down. And then Jeff goes, she's thirsty. And I'm like, you're right, I am thirsty. Sometimes you don't realize too how much hydration can affect you. You got to stay hydrated. You got to stay lubed up, hydrated, cool, calm, and collected. Sometimes you're just like, I'm thirsty. And it's too late. You know what? But I'm staying thirsty. I'm staying thirsty in the right ways. I know that I need to take a little bit more time for myself on the one day I'm home. And I maybe need to start saying no to things. But I will tell you, I said yes to a lot of stuff in LA last week. I was there for meetings and all this shit. And we're trying to pitch another show and all this stuff. Anyways, long story short, I'm in the one hotel, great hotel. And I'm sitting there and I'm about to, I already checked out of my room. So I'm working in the lobby on some script stuff. And all of a sudden I look up and there is the icon, the legend, Jennifer Coolidge, just walking, kind of just like, like I'm trying to try do SMR, like just kind of, Claude hopping like a Clydesdale 
through the lobby and I looked up and that was a moment for me. That was a sign for me that I was on the right path because I'd done all these meetings and these castings and I'm like, I need to start working in TV and film more. This is like a goal of mine. Like why are things not popping off specifically? And I was being impatient. And then here here comes Jennifer Coolidge, just looking like a snack, looking like a dream girl. And I watch her as she slowly goes into the, um, they have a boutique there with like all natural products and cool fedoras. And she's trying on every sun hat and just looks like she, she, it was like we were, could feel each other's energy. And I just felt like she too was kind of gliding through life the way I was like waiting for her next meeting, not really knowing the answers, kind of just wanted a cookie, you know, and it was like, let me just do, let me just try on all these fedoras. She just walked around the hotel lobby for about, 25 minutes and then disappeared like a little angel. And that refilled my spirit. I will say having a Jennifer Coolidge sighting one-on-one really made me just feel like I was on the right path. You know, there are days that are hard and I know I sound like I'm bitching and I'm sorry. It's just I, by the time I drive down here, I choked on a sandwich, a guy cut me off. You know, I was just trying to take a little cat nap with the dogs. It was supposed to be 10 minutes. Next thing you know, I wake up, it's 1.30. I got shit due. I got people calling me and all I want to do is go to the dry cleaners and see my nice shoe man. Like I'm, I'm, I know what I'm going to do. I'm going to say no to dinner tonight and I'm going to go to Costco after hours. I just want to touch the produce. I want to look at some new lawn furniture, even though I just got some, but I spilled coffee all over it. So I'm probably going to get new shit. I want to get some pool toys. So, you know, it's going to be 40 degrees this week. I just want to get things ready for the summer. I just realize whoever needs to hear this right now, if I can be motivating at all, let's take a deep breath in. You know, we got to reset our intention before we get into the voicemails. We're going to do a quick reset. If you're like me, you're going through life right now, losing your mind, snapping at everybody, just really realizing, and it may not be your problem. You may not be the problem. It may be outside pressures from other things, but but this is what I want to do right now. We're going to take a deep breath in. We're going to take a deep breath out. Repeat after me. Listen you dumb little cunt. You're frustrated. Your nipples feel raw. Your fupa feels full. But at the end of the day, you've got this. You can do this. Quit allowing other people's negative energy to get in the way of you thriving. Because right now you're just surviving, but we want to be thriving. Where? At Costco. Why? Because it fills our love tank. And at the end of the day, if you don't love yourself, you can't love anybody else. And scene. That's great. I hope you guys feel as good as I feel. You know, it's like if you don't take care of, you don't take care of the, the, the office, how's anybody going to go to work? And I, you know, God says your body's a temple. I'm also calling it a we work. There are days that this pussy feels like a we work and everybody's coming in and renting space for me and walking in and telling me their opinions and doing this and doing that. I'm feeling like a damn we work. God, that's a good analogy. Everybody's just coming in, dumping their shit on me, trying to do their startups, trying to hustle and wheel and deal. But has anybody asked, how are you? No. So you know what? Don't be the we work. We're going to be the Costco superstore warehouse that that's an oiled machine that's filled with happiness and samples and just love. 
that's what, you know, employees with great benefits. Right now I'm a WeWork. I'm a WeWork where people are just coming in, you know, throwing their shit, coming in for the free coffee and the bullshit. I'm a, a, a workspace, a shared workspace full of bad ideas and everybody's sour attitudes. And I gotta, I gotta block it out. I gotta block out the haters. I gotta focus on me. All right, let's get into the voicemails. As always, you can call 800-213-7503. I am excited to have a little weekend though. I'm going to the Masters. Shout out to my boy JT who came through with tickets for me. Um, I'm just taking Jeff. We're hoping we can get an extra ticket for Ray, but most likely. So if anybody out there has an extra ticket, let us know. But the tickets we got were straight from, you know, straight from a player. But, you know, this is Jeff's deal. He's so excited. So it's going to be horrible weather. It's going to be wet and rainy, but we're going to go. We're going to go with the light of the Lord. I'm going to eat a pimento cheese sandwich. I'm going to have eight glasses of wine. I didn't really drink the last time I was there till nighttime. No, I'm teeing off at 10 a.m. with the mimosa. You want to know why? Because that's how I'm living. I need some me time with my husband this weekend. And the one thing that will bring us eventually drive a huge wedge in our marriage, but that's golf. And that's what we're going to do this weekend. So if you got an extra ticket though, slide my DMs, put a little golf man, put like a little golf club or, you know, the flag with the hole in one, put that in a DM because we could also use extra tickets. Anyways, uh, let's get into the voicemails. As always, you can call 800-213-7503. And we've got big shows coming up. I'm coming to Vancouver, Portland, Seattle, Fort Worth, Texas. What do we have? Minneapolis. I got three shows in Dallas, hitting San Francisco. All of this in the next two and a half months is leading up to Radio City. And if you can't come to any of the shows, come to Radio City. You have no idea. I That is the most important show to me. And not that all the shows aren't amazing and great, but that's going to be a very historic moment for me. So I'm really trying to get my attitude together and get that self-care right so I can roll into Radio City feeling good. You know what I mean? Right now, we got no problem, but I feel like I'm the upside down Jeep Wrangler on the highway. I got a problem. How do I get myself flipped back? How do I have a day of leisure where I can just refill the love tank and be the the me today that I want to be tomorrow? Because right now, nobody wants to deal with me because I'm being a cunt. Okay, let's get into the voicemails. As always, 800-213-7503. Heather. Oh, gosh. Oh, okay. It's Peyton. Uh, sorry that it's 10 p.m. on a Saturday, but I am so concerned for society. I have somehow found myself on um, flavored water TikTok, and uh, it's gone too far. Um, Listen, I appreciate uh, a lemon water, a a crystal light, you know, a a splash of meal maybe if if you're feeling crazy. But the fact that we are now making water so that it tastes like birthday cake or or nerds candy i i just i don't know i I don't think i can get behind it and i i'm just spiraling a little bit because i'm really just god what's next i mean brownie water i i I don't know i'm not feeling good about it I'm, i'm feeling quite uneasy uh let me know your thoughts love and light you're the best love you bye this is a great voicemail of, I think, how we're all feeling. Now, if you don't know about Flavor Water TikTok, it is just a viral sensation right now. And it's kind of like these women who, and they're so proud of themselves, and they're all wearing scrubs. I don't know if you um, have noticed this, but they're all, I think, in some sort of medical field, which also concerns me. And what they'll do is it's just Flavor Water TikTok, okay? They are filling up their giant Stanley mug with all these different, you know, like how you just used to throw in a crystal light and a fucking 
fucking water or like in your vodka and, and go about your day. No, no, no. They have all the different flavored syrups that you'd find at like Starbucks, okay? Dolce de leche, caramel apple, vanilla, cinnamon, you know, fudge brownie, whatever. And they'll take water. They'll do six pumps of fudge brownie, six pumps of fucking syrup. Then they'll add in some sort of water flavor packet, like vanilla birthday cake, like she said. And then they'll say like, this is angel food upside down cake with sprinkles, water. And you're like, no, that's just fucking chemicals and food coloring. Since when did we need to start putting pumps of vanilla syrup in a fucking water? Now, I remember getting on Mormon TikTok where they, you know, they're addicted to their sodas because they don't indulge in other things. So they have all these soda shops all over Utah where you can go and get like a Diet Coke and you put syrup in it. Like they're all addicted to sugar out there, which I love. You know what I mean? Like, but they own it. They just lean in. They say, this is our vice. But now, but that's in Coke. You already know you're, it's like, it's like lacing marijuana. You already know you're doing something that's like not great for you. Here we are though, taking the, 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 the essential fucking lifeline of the solar system of the human gene sequence, which is water. And we got to pump it up with six cinnamon twist syrup pumps. And then you're putting in, I saw one that they have like all these. So imagine like a crystal light packet, but they're made by all these candy companies. There's like the, like the woman said, there's nerds. There's like a Milky Way one. I saw the Hawaiian punch one. First of all, you should not be drinking any of that. If I'm going to get on my high horse, anything that's got red food coloring, yellow dye number four, like is banned in every fucking country. You go to, I mean, you could even go down to like Key West. That's even a part of our country. And they're like, yeah, we don't fuck with food coloring. No, no, no. We only eat barracuda and key limes. That's all we do. Like, I don't know how to tell y'all, but this is highly toxic. And there, and I, and I was on deep in the comments one day. And actually last night I was looking at the shit and I'm looking at the comments and people are like, why, how have we gotten here as a society? So caller, I absolutely agree with you. Whatever happened to a sliced lime, maybe a little lemon, fuck, live on the edge, put a, a little squirt of a mandarin orange. You know what I mean? You want a little, you want a little Thai flavor. I mean, if sliced fruit is not enough, this is when you know that we've become a spoiled society. It's not enough. We can't just drink a fucking thing of water. I've said this before. Nothing irks me more than when a grown ass adult looks you in the eyes and they go, yeah, I don't drink water. I don't like the, I don't like the taste. What taste? It's like vodka. Vodka's flavorless. I wolf it down. Think about how thirsty you're going to be. You're drinking all this fucking sugar and the chemicals. You can be more thirsty. You're defeating the purpose. You might as well go to, you know, Bluebell Ice Cream Creamery and get some Rocky Road. Layer that in the fucking Essentia bottle. I don't know what you're doing. I mean, we're living on the edge. But this to me is just such a sign that we need to simplify things. We need to get back to the root causes of shit. Like I said earlier, fiesta. We all need to sit down at the same barbecue, all different walks of life and just go, can we all have a glass of water? Listen, I cut up some different fruit. We could even do a mixed berry. I love a spa water. I love a sliced cucumber with maybe a touch of mint. That's fine. Hydration. Also, maybe you're getting a touch of fiber. I don't need you to take a Reese's peanut butter cup and then 16 little packets of Jolly Rancher mix And then tell me, this is almond wedding cake flavored. That's insane. Next thing you know, we're going to have Quiznos sub 
water. Hey guys, found some syrup. It's flavored ham. Dude, I used to fuck up a Quiznos though. It was right across the street from my school and I would go to Quiznos and tear it up. And I did get food poisoning from a Quiznos once. And once you get food poisoning from Quiznos, you still go back though because they're hot. There's nothing better than when you're at Quiznos and you saw them put their, the little warm sandwich, the little warm sandwich through the little toaster and you're like, here it comes. And they would take that bacon that wasn't real bacon. You know, it was really thin and slimy. Wasn't bacon. I don't know what it was. Might have been parchment paper that they just brushed a little col- food coloring on. And you would just, you'd see the little sandwich. I would get the ham and the turkey, the melted cheese, and it would have the parchment paper bacon and then a little Polynesian sauce, lettuce, tomato, chips, and a drink. And I would see that thing come through the little toaster. And I knew it was chock full of chemicals. And I said, it's a toasty fucking sandwich. Firehouse subs, love them. I'm going for cold cuts. I'd like them a little toasted. Don't like to reheat chicken because that tastes like metallic, but there's something about a a turkey cheese cheddar melt. Tuna melt even. I fuck with it. You know, I like like the mixture of the hot and cold. It's my vibe. But putting Jolly Rancher sugar packets and seven pumps of Dolce de Leche and calling it a carnival cruise in the mouth is illegal, should be illegal. And what's most concerning to me is most of the women who are getting the highest amount of views and traction and engagement on water TikTok all look like they are nurses. <laughs> and it makes me crazy. You know what? I've, I've, I'm still going to work on this coffee table book, but I've always been obsessed. And I, I, you guys have heard this. I'm obsessed with, especially when I lived in New York City, my favorite thing in the world was to walk by NYU and see everybody in their lab coats or their doctor coats or their nurses scrubs outside the back door of NYU smoking cigs. And there is nothing that to me explains America, explains currently this weird world we live in in 2023, how I'm feeling emotionally. I am a radiologist looking at people's cancer tumors all day, but I am outside so fucking stressed out, ripping a cig. That is where we're at. We know what's good for us. We know what will fix the problems. But right now we are just standing outside in a lab coat, ripping menthols. That is where we're at. That's where I'm at mentally. Spent 10 years getting, you know, an oncology degree, went to med school, did a residency, and then I'm just outside just ripping cigs out of the NYU Cancer Center. (laughs) You know what I mean? This is such a great metaphor. It's not even a metaphor. I'm obsessed with seeing people in medical fields smoke cigs. I don't think dentists smoke a lot of cigs. I've never really... I feel like dentists are the the one doctor that are like, yeah, I don't, I don't smoke. And they huff the nitrous oxide. And guess what? I get that. I get it. I do get it. But yeah, water TikToks is insane. I don't know how we have gone so far, so sour, just so misguided emotionally, physically, spiritually that we've gotten there. Just do yourself a favor. If you really want to cringe, do hashtag water talk. And it's, it's, it's disgusting. It's enlightening. You know, somebody made a banana fosters water the other day. They took the Smarties banana flavored powder, two pumps of vanilla and a touch of the caramel. And I think they mashed up some plantains at the bottom of this water jug and then a little crushed ice. And this one was like, I've had 10 of these today. I live in, you know, I live in Missouri. 
and I work at a podiatrist's office. And I'm going to hit my vape on the way to the office. Like, that's where we're at. That's where we're at. And the fact that I spend four and a half hours of my evening dialing into this, even judging these people. You know what I mean? They're probably going to see me at Costco later with my camel toe because I'm wearing, I'm literally dressed like a volleyball player right now. And they're going to go, God, you ever seen a sad female comedian on her period just doing laps? Yeah, I know that I will get that exact same judgment right back at me, but whatever. I'm doing the best I can. Let's get to the next voicemail. Hey, girl. I am in the Greenville Airport, and I'm just going to need you to go over some airport etiquette and airplane etiquette for everybody. There was literally a couple in front of me, the whole plane, arguing and spilling their entire dirty laundry for the entire plane to hear. And that's just an absolutely not. That is completely unacceptable. I do not need to be hearing about that. And then when it was time to deboard the plane, they continued to argue and fight as they were getting out of their row. So, um, yeah, absolutely not. Um, Please address. Thanks. Bye, girl. Okay, I got to be honest with you. This tickles my taint. Nothing brings me more joy than family drama for people that are not in my family. You know what I mean? I don't want to I don't want to deal with the family drama. I like to keep things, you know, fairly copacetic at the McMahon residence. But I I I love I love you know what I mean? I love an overheard at the airport. I now is it appropriate for these people to bring you into their dirty laundry? Absolutely not. No one needs to know. Were they probably drinking in the Sky Club or the Chili's to go all fucking day? Of course they were. But um I would have been dialed in. I would have been tuned in. I would have had ear to the front of the chair. I would have maybe even popped over on my way from the bathroom and said, "Listen, I'm, I I hate to say this, but I've heard about, you know, me and the rest of the plane have heard about two and a half hours of this. And I got to be honest with you, Mark, you're an asshole. And Kim, you you emasculate him. So the both of y'all together, this is not a good combo. You need to trust that he isn't cheating on you. And I know that you've had trust issues in the past, but you guys have been married now for five years. You know, you've been married. You got one kid under your belt. And this trip down to Boca was supposed to be a weekend for just the two of you to get away and rekindle the marriage. And now here you are thinking that when he said he went up to the room to do work, that he's FaceTiming his ex-girlfriend Tiff from college and jerking off. He's not. Now, Kim, I got to be honest with you. You've watched way too much Vanderpump Rules. Not everybody's Tom Sandoval. Are there plenty? Sure. There are a lot of skeezy guys out there. But he married you. He loves you. You guys got, you know, little Catherine Marie at home. He went and did work. Kim, one of the things that you're you're so rude to Mark about is you emasculate him that he doesn't make enough money. Well, he's got, he got that new job as a consultant. So he's got to consult. And yeah, maybe he did go up to the room and, you know, tickle his pickle for a little bit. But sometimes you just need that. Doesn't mean he's not attracted to you. Doesn't mean he doesn't still want to do it. Guys are just animals. You know what I mean? Anything could have turned him on at the pool. You know, he saw a hot dog roll by. He liked the shape of, you know, the the barbecue nachos that were passed around at the hot tub. I don't know. The sun hits his dick just right. He might have to go upstairs and do something. Doesn't mean the marriage is on the rocks. You got to trust him and you got to quit putting him down in, in public because every time you emasculate him on this flight, it draws you guys further away. And Mark, you need to man up. 
and make your woman here feel that she can be rest assured. You need to do action steps to prove that you've got her back. Oh, what was that? Oh, I'm sorry. I'm in the way. Do you guys want pistachios, sun chips, or Biscoff cookies? Because, oh, you want, okay. You know, I'm talking to them real quick. So I'll just give it to them. Did you guys want anything else to drink? Two Chardonnays. Oh, oh, a Jack on the Rocks. Mark would like a Jack on the Rocks. Here you guys. And then I just started handing out the snacks. And then the the Delta flight attendant's like, honestly, thank you. I didn't want to have to fucking deal with them. That's a conversation I would have had with them. I would have butt in. I would have said my two cents. You know, if I see, I'm one of those people, if I see you like reading an interesting book on the plane, I'll literally be like, so <laughs> who knew Anne Boleyn crazy, right? I know. I know. Interesting. I love that you're reading about, you know, f- female history and I'll just walk off and I'll wink. You know what I mean? I'll do it. I'll do it. I'm the worst person on an airplane. I usually keep to myself, but like the guy, when I was flying back from San Antonio, the guy next to me was dipping in first class. Disgusting. That's an airplane etiquette. Don't dip. That's gross. Don't dip. Come on. Don't dip. When I dip, you dip. None of us dip. That'd be great. But the guy was dipping next to me and he had his on clouds on. And if you don't know what these on cloud shoes are, they're like a Swedish brand. Very comfortable. Still not wide enough for my fat foot, but um, very comfortable. And he had his on clouds on and he had on a master shirt tucked into a pair of khakis and he's dipping. And I go, let me guess, flying to Atlanta because you're going to the masters. And he almost choked on the dip. And he literally said, yes. And we chatted for five minutes and then I cut it off. I immediately know how to cut it off. But I did. I said, your first time. You know what I mean? And I just was, I could tell that he was excited, a little nervous. Possibly that's why he was dipping on the flight. And I literally, I said, oh, I didn't know you could dip on a flight in a kind of a sarcastic tone. But like, I guess it's not like there's, you know, you're putting smoke in the air. And I'm not one of those people. If you're smoking, I'm not going to make you feel bad for smoking. Live your life. That's your fucking journey. It's not mine. You know what I'm saying? Again, I love seeing nurses and doctors who smoke. It brings me joy. It's a fetish for me. But um, this guy was just fucking spitting into the cup. And I'm like, come on. You know what I mean? His name is Tyler. And we were chatting and I just saw, I could, I could read it. I could read it. He was going for, he wasn't going for the weekend. He was going for the Tuesday, Wednesday, which are the practice rounds at the masters. The tickets are cheaper. You're allowed to bring your cell phone in. Like I knew what I was dealing with, you know, and he had his on clouds and I know he's going to be walking around guys. Also, we got to talk about this. I'm glad he had a closed toed shoe. He actually looks very sharp, but at what point have all men given up and just started wearing all birds and on cloud shoes with like a, a, a crew ankle sock. It's not a tall sock. Like you're a hot tennis player and it's not a no show sock. It's just a crew ankle sock with a pair of on clouds and they got their Apple watch. So fucking tight around their wrists that, you know, they they have sausage fingers. When did we get here as a society with grown men? Can we not bring a little style back? You know, Jeff gets on to me because I say when we go out on a date night and he just has on a golf shirt, I go, babe, you, you gotta, can we zhuzh it up? Can we get a button down? Because you're dressing like a dad right now. Can we get something else? It's not, I need a little something more. He's like, I wear, I wear golf shirts all the time. I go, but you wear golf shirts while you play golf. And then you come home sweaty. Can you at least put a button down on and like a, I don't even, I don't even need a leather jacket. And I think you kind of look douchey in a leather jacket, but can you just buy a leather jacket for date night? I need to feel like I'm going out with grease lightning. You know what I mean? I need to feel like I'm about to get dicked down by Kanicki. A hickey from Kanicki. Instead, Arnold Palmer and I are going to split a steak. <laughs> like, just give me something. And I 
I wish I could take my phone to the masters. I wish they let you take photos, but I'm going to tell you this weekend alone, I will probably clock close to 35,000 different men in an ankle crew sock and a non-cloud. And I'm not saying you can't be comfortable, but I don't know what we have to do. Ladies, I want you to go in your husband's closet right now. And if you see the on-cloud sneaker or the, throw the all birds out. Those are fucking horrific sneakers. Throw the all birds out. We're done. If I was going to run for anything politically, it'd be anti-all birds. Why are you wearing a wool fucking sneaker to a baseball game? It's 800 degrees out at Brave Stadium. What are we doing? I mean, my buddy Will, my dear friend Will, we went to the Georgia game once and he had on all birds, wool all birds and an ankle sock. And I go, Will, you may be a father of three, but you're a big time money guy. Get your fucking shit together. This is awful. And he thought I was fucking with him and doing a bit. I go, I'm embarrassed. And his wife said, thank you. Thank you. We got to cut the ankle socks. We got to bring a little pizzazz back. I mean, fuck, I would suck a guy's dick right now if he had on a Sperry. Remember the hot Sperry boat shoes and like a short Madras short, which then became kind of like, you know, Martha's Vineyard, douchey, adjacent. I'd blow a guy from Nantucket in a heartbeat just because he's wearing some fun color. I need something more than a khaki pant. I need a just a tighter jean, maybe a leather vest with some tassels. I don't know, buy a Harley. Maybe I'm having a midlife crisis. Quarter life. I don't know where I'm at. I don't know how long I'm going to live. Regardless, I just know the uniform that's going to be at the Masters. It's going to be guys walking real fast with their, with their Apple watches on, drinking beers, just like, yeah, Tiger, go Tiger. And I'm like, let Tiger take a nap. One of the greatest golfers of all time, but I know Tiger's tired. I mean, he's coming back, but his son's going to be like this insane prodigy, like his son's an incredible player. I feel like Tiger's just like, let me live. Maybe Tiger can get me in the clubhouse and he and I can just have a couple of azaleas and we'll just fucking chill. Regardless, so I have prepared myself. I have prepared myself for the fashion faux pas of the masters. And I know we're talking about airplane etiquette, but regardless, you know, I'm a nosy fucking bitch and I'm going to be in anybody's shit on an airplane at the masters. Cause you can't have your phone. So if I hear a couple domestic, you know, if I hear some people arguing or if I hear guy, you bet your ass. If I hear a guy being like, yeah, no, no, no. Those hookers we got last night were fucking great. Yeah. Fuck that. My wife knows I'm at the masters. You know what? She can just chill. She can chill. Do not fucking, I swear to God, Dave, if you tell her, if you tell her that we paid for sex last night, the both of us together, because we're also kind of gay together. If you, t- if you tell her, I, I swear to God, I swear, I will not, I will not be friends with you. If I overhear any of that kind of banter either, which hopefully I don't, but if I do, I will be calling you ladies. Don't worry. If you don't think I'm going to follow them to the parking lot. And as soon as I get my phone back from the phone check, I'm going to click, 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 take the photos, send the evidence and be putting somebody on blast on Reddit. You got another thing coming. I got your back. You got mine. But also we shouldn't be airing our dirty laundry in an airplane. You forget too. you know, the cabins are pressurized. So somebody yells on an airplane. It's like three times louder. You know what I mean? But I would have gone up. I would have stirred the pot. I would have tried to therapize. I would have tried to fix a problem. And that's a problem in my life. I try and fix everybody else's problems, but I'm not taking care of myself. And that's where we got to remember the mantra I said earlier. You know what I mean? When you start to get cunty, you know what that means? You need to take a walk in the sun. If you need vitamin D, you 
also need to go to the dry cleaners and say hi to your boy. That's just, I'm just trying to come up with something that seems enlightening, that seems encouraging, but those are the things. These are my check marks for me, my personal check marks where I'm like, I got to dial it back in. I got to rein it in. If I'm on an airplane and I am helping somebody fix their marriage, but I've just texted my husband, if you don't pick me up with a ham sandwich from Quiznos with that parchment paper bacon, I will fucking (laughs) kick you in the nuts. Like that's when I got to start looking inward and figure out maybe I've got issues. I'm out here trying to fix everybody else's problem. I'm trying, I'm out here entertaining everybody else, but who's entertaining me? The people having a marital dispute on an airplane. And people don't realize I'm a sponge. I'm a Pisces. I absorb a lot. So your problems become my problems and I need to learn. If you're fighting with somebody, you guys deal with it. Don't drag my ass into it. Enough. But at the Masters, I will absolutely be spying on all of your husbands. And I don't think that they're going to be up to anything bad. I think they're going to be eating pimento cheese sandwiches. They're going to be drinking beers and just farting up 18. I know how this goes. They're all going to be wearing ankle socks. But if you do have a husband or a partner or a power lesbian lover, I need you to look him, her, they in the eyes and say, we got to let's at least show up with a fresh fade, a nice haircut and look styling and profiling for the best day in golf. Okay. Because I know I'm stressed about my outfits. I'm hitting an old Navy hard after we get out of the studio today. Hard. I got great active wear. Okay. Let's get to the next voicemail. Heather. This is Kara calling from New Jersey. Longtime fan, first time caller. My cousin Sam actually called in on the Oregon Trail episode. So I do not have an absolutely no because I have an attitude of gratitude, but I would love to hear your reaction to the Gwyneth Paltrow ski trial. I want to hear a comedy bit. I want to hear, you know, everything you have to say about it. Anyway, I'll be seeing you in May in Red Bank, and I can't wait to be silly and giggle with you. Let's grab some nice tater tots and, you know, a crisp glass of shard before the show. All right. Love and light. See you, Bestie. Love you, Bestie. Okay. My reaction to the Gwyneth Paltrow trial was it was too short and not long enough and also too long and insufferable. I am obsessed with it, everything about it. When they were cross-examining her and she said, and I quote, yeah, well, I lost a half a day of skiing. It was so amazing. And, you know, honestly, I don't even know if somebody had paid. I don't even know if this was a publicity stunt. Like, I know how Hollywood works. And I feel like Gwen was kind of coming out of favor for a little bit, as if, like, you know, the Kardashians were kind of having, like, how much do we want to fucking deal with this shoved down our throat? I think the goop thing was kind of at its at its wits end, if you will. And this is just solidified that I'll buy her candles that smell like her, her, her grundle. I will buy the $700 seaweed extract fake lip filler. Like, I don't care. I'm back on the goop train. She looked so perfectly, just absolutely like, don't fuck with me, but also while remaining a little bit prudish, you know, she wore a lot of sensible creams and grays, a lot of heather gray, if I could pat myself on the back. It was great. She kind of had these like retro glasses that, you know, she probably didn't need to to, to use to read. Everything about it was so insufferable. And then the guy who's also suing her, right? Suing her He's a doctor. He said that he can't taste wine anymore. It has ruined his his sommelier wine experience because however he got hit in the head, 
it has now triggered something in the back of his hippocampus, hypothalamus, that he can't enjoy the taste of wine. Everything about it was insane. I didn't believe either of them, and I believed everyone at the same time. You know what was a fiesta siesta? That trial. I just, I feel like Gwyneth has come out. We were rooting for her. We were all rooting for her. And the fact that she won a tangible dollar. So she was, I think, maybe countersuing for a dollar. She just wanted a settlement of a dollar. I love that at one point when they were cross-examining her, they asked her about her relationship with Taylor Swift and if she had sent Taylor Swift vibrators. Like everything about it was perfectly nouveau riche, chic, cunty, fantastic, I loved it. And as she walked out of the courthouse after she had won, because everybody who was watching this knew this guy, it just, he was looking for his 10 minutes of fame, looking for a cash buyout because he probably Googled one day how much goop was worth. All right. She walks past him and she says, I wish you well. And he said, you too, dear. And that is it. That is taking the high road. That is literally the equivalent of don't be bitter, be better. And she walked out in that Argyle, it was probably like a some sort of deep cashmere cream, buttercream top that you know was, you know, hand sewn by the small brittle bones of a child from Nepal. I don't know. You know, it was a conflict cashmere. We all know Gwyneth was wearing conflict cashmere. She didn't mean to. But she definitely didn't, you know, do any legwork to figure out where the cashmere came from. So she's walking out, just won her $1 back from this other white man who's just so, I mean, the guy had a goatee for fuck's sake, a, a goatee. And you know, he's the kind of doctor, if he's the kind of doctor who's out there skiing, this is also the kind of doctor who smokes cigars every Sunday while he's cooking a steak with extra butter. His guilty pleasure is, you know. Maybe a little meth on a Tuesday after a surgery. I don't know what this guy did, but either way, he was a scammer, and she saw it. And I, I, it put me back in favor with Gwenny. You know, I was like, she is just perfectly coming in with these outfits and the glasses and everything about it would just reeked of Aspen white privilege. And it made me laugh so fucking hard. And, you know, I'm sure there will be a day, one day where I'll have to get litigious. Don't want to. I'm not inviting that kind of negative energy into my life. But, you know, I don't know if some woman hits me in the, you know, in the back. Maybe I'll sue somebody. I may go to Costco today later. And, you know, they're fucking crazy with the carts in in the parking lot. I don't know what's going to happen. And I might get a wild hair at my ass and go, let's put this on court TV. I don't know. But everything about it was just chef's kiss. So absolutely yes to Gwyneth winning. Absolutely not to the conflict cashmere. But and if she wasn't, if this was, you know, eco-friendly, conflict-free, you know, made by adults getting a nice living wage, then then fantastic. But everything about it was just phenomenal. And I do feel like, though, for all the supplements that Gwen could be taking, I do think she's low on protein. Anybody else feel like it was a little sallow? And I know that she was trying to look very serious and be professional, but there was just enough snarkiness. But I feel like she could just really, like, don't you want to just give her a fried pickle chip and some ranch dressing and just be like, go for it. No one's looking. Just fucking tear it up. You know, there are days where I kind of want to give her a TikTok water. You know, somebody, the people who don't need TikTok waters are the nurses who work at the podiatrist's office in the middle of Missouri who are feeding their kids this shit. But you know, I feel like would perk 
the fuck up and really get sassy? Gwyneth Paltrow, if we gave her a TikTok water. Can you imagine seven pumps? Seven pumps of like raspberry syrup, a little vanilla cake batter, and a couple cubes of ice. Shake that up. She's going to think she's having a, you know, a raspberry tart from Perry. She hasn't, you know, this bitch has not had a dessert in 40 years. I'm just saying, I'd love to see her. She's like, oh my God, is this a, is this cookies and cream blizzard from Dairy Queen? Like, bitch, no, it's water. It's water. So I would have loved that. And she carried in my favorite water, which was the uh, Spring Mountain Valley. And that big glass bottle. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. She's talking about saying hydrated. Hydrated for the law. You know, she had to stay sharp. And that's the thing. At the end of the day, at the end of the day, I think we're all just a little dehydrated. We're all a little dehydrated. And if we got our shit together, got up on our electrolytes, drank enough water, maybe we wouldn't be fighting with our spouses at the airport. Maybe we wouldn't, you know, be having a mental breakdown, choking on a chicken sandwich, cutting off people in, in, in traffic, acting like an absolute asshole out in public, on the streets. You know, I'm just saying. We'd have a little bit better airplane etiquette. We'd be taking care of ourselves better if we all stayed a little hydrated. And and maybe if we all sat down at the same table once a week, like a Sunday supper, but we had a little fiesta. We had a reason to get everybody in the neighborhood. You know, maybe find a reason. Call 10 of your neighbors and say, what do we have to celebrate? Maybe Carol had a hysterectomy that went well. Let's do it. Let's find something to celebrate instead of sitting in our own squalor and just getting pissed about shit. You know, maybe your cousin, your cousin Tony had his, his nuts snipped. He got fixed. <laughs> what am I trying to say? A woman gets her tubes tied. What does a guy get? He snipped. You know what I'm saying? Maybe we celebrate that. Day three, he's off the pain meds. You know, now he can raw dog his wife and that's exciting. They don't have to worry. They already have six kids. You know, let's just celebrate people taking action steps in their lives to make their lives better. There's, if we really live glass half full, or shall I say Stanley half full, maybe we'll realize if we just start celebrating the little things, we won't have to put cinnamon syrup in our water. Because you know what? We'll be hydrated just by that natural spring Spring taste. Look at me. Look at me bringing us all together. Remind your husbands that they're heading to the Masters to, let's do a fit check before they they head out the door with the boys this weekend because I will fucking roast them as soon as I can. And remember, do what you got to do to take care of yourself. If you need to listen to that mantra over again, just let's all get settled. I know we're coming into spring. We're doing a lot of spring cleaning, but it feels a little manic. It feels a little outrageous and maybe I'm just projecting, but let's all get together. We need to have attitudes of gratitude, be respectful to each other and get our lives together. If you're on an airplane, don't fucking air your dirty laundry. But if you do, come see me. I'm usually in two or three C. I like an aisle seat. I'm in first class because, (laughs) come on. I'm basically Gwyneth Paltrow. And I'd love to fix any of your problems. So if you do see me on a flight, feel free to come up, use a first class bathroom, stop by my seat and, uh, you know, hit me. Hit me with anything. Hit me on the hotline, 800-213-7503. I would love to fix any of your life's problems. And remember, you can get tickets at heatherontour.com. We've got a lot of fun cities coming up. Please check the schedule. Oh, side note, I was in San Antonio in the elevator and these girls were like, Heather, what are you doing here? I'm like, I have two shows here in San Antonio. They're like, we had no idea. So as much as I remind you guys, you'll come up to me in public and say, we didn't know you had a show. 
I'm here. I've got shows. I know the algorithm is trying to hide me from all of you, but please, I know hundreds of thousands of y'all listen to this podcast every week and get your tickets at heatherontour.com. I love you. I mean it. I'll see you on another episode. Arrivederci. Ciao, Bella. Thanks so much for listening to today's episode. Don't forget to subscribe, rate us, and leave a review. And as always, follow me on Instagram at Heather K. McMahon. See you guys soon. note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.